all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into a game day edition here at the Who Dat Discussion. I'm Andrew Galata as always and this is going to be a special episode as we're going to preview the 2006 Rebirth game. Now we're also going to have another episode. This is going to be like episode 152A and then we're going to have a 152B where we discuss the 2020 Saints. But this is really going to be about the preview of the Saints-Falcons game 2006 week 3. And I just find this team extremely interesting because, I mean, around this time was when I really became a Saints fan. And just, I mean, because you could see, and it was really, for me, it started obviously with Drew Brees as many Saints fans that... Um, became a fan around the time that I became a fan. It was Drew Brees was that offense. And this is like when I first started. So it's really, really interesting to look at. Because like, yeah, I definitely remember Marcus Colston, like in his prime. You, you remember Reggie Bush. Like I have vivid memories of them in the prime. Not as much in the 06 season. I have more memories about Drew Brees in that season. But still, everybody um, just, it's just extremely interesting to see these guys younger. And like, because I mean, when I really became like a fanatic fanatic, I mean, because at this point I was really young. I mean, so when I really became that fanatic around like 11 or 12 years old, then I started really knowing these players and they were obviously in their prime, which is just extremely interesting to now see them as they're young. I just found that to be very, very interesting. But this 2006 Saints team is just a very interesting team. And I wasn't really a fan before this. So you can't get the before and after with me. You may want to go to someone else to do that. But this team... And what I obviously learned after, I mean, you start 3-13 and 13 going in from last year and the whole Katrina year, and it, that's really tough. Like, that's a really tough season. Seems completely, I mean, rejuvenize the team, which is another thing, really tough. you got to give Mickey Loomis a lot of credit. That's why he's um, still here 14 years later. you got to give Sean Payton a lot of credit. Drew Brees, a lot of credit. And obviously this 06 team is a lot different than the 2020 team or even the 20. Um, the 2010 team, the, the Super Bowl year, a lot different. They got it done in different ways, but I just found it really interesting. But for them to come up 3-13 to ending up going to the uh, conference championship, it's a big improvement, and this really laid the, the groundwork for the 2009 Super Bowl. So I just found that really interesting um, because you have a lot of guys on this team. Just It was a really fun team to watch, young. Why, do you know what this team reminds me of? A lot of that 2017 Saints team. Um, this team went 10-6, they went 11-5, just a very young team, yeah, they made mistakes, but they were a really fun, rejuvenized team, and just really fun to watch, um, so I found that very, very interesting, I mean, this team ended up getting a bye, which is just even more, um, more interesting, they didn't have to play on wildcard weekend at 10-6, I mean, I wish that was the same for the 2019 Saints, but anyway, Saints were coming into this game 2-0, I mean, first time they've won back-to-back road games to start the season in franchise history, which was really big, you go to Lambeau in week two and win, that's huge. And Lambeau, they weren't coming off a good season themselves back in uh, 20, uh, 2005. But um, still, you you win at Lambeau, that's very, very big. Um, and that was in uh, Mike McCarthy's first season. So that was a very interesting game. Saints came back from thir- uh, 13 to nothing, as, as I think we're just going to get right into our notes. So Saints came back from 13 nothing, and that was a big win for them. And it definitely, I mean, you, you saw Drew Brees really come alive with over 350 passing yards, two touchdowns. Um, Colston was having a really nice start to the season as a surprise seventh round pick, but you also have Joe Horn, five catches, 88 yards. He had a very good year. Devery Henderson had, um, 51 yards and a touchdown 
in that Green Bay game, which I just thought was really interesting. You saw Reggie Bush had 15 catches over the first two games. You're going to obviously see him uh, in this one as a rookie. And he's he was a crazy player. And I mean, the stuff that he was able to do. I mean, uh, people call him a bust. I definitely don't think that. But, you know, he the stuff that he was able to do, especially between like 20, uh, 2006 and like 2010, 2011 for the Saints, crazy stuff. Um, or 2010, I really should say. Some amazing stuff for the Saints. And I thought he did a really good job there. First game was more of a um, more of a grinded out game. They won 19-14 against the Browns. Looking at Breeze, I mean, 270 yards. They really weren't like, you know, it was more of a defensive game. They got three turnovers, which is really nice. And to me, the Saints team, you saw them. The defense was also pretty solid as well. It wasn't just a high-flying offense. The defense was also really, really good. So to me, that was really interesting in that uh, week one game. Because you were able to get sacks. I mean, Will Smith had two sacks in the first two games of that season. So that was obviously um, really big there. And then also you're looking at guys. Scott Fujita had a pick. I mean, just all these guys. You know, we all remember them. Roman Harper had a sack. Um, just a very good job. Uh, Josh Bullock's had a pick. So, again, the Saints were coming in really strong into this game. And it just they looked, they looked like a different team. But still, this Falcons team also looked really good. This Falcons team also coming in at 2-0. And led by Michael Vick and a very good secondary that was playing very well at the time. You had um, Hall, D'Angelo Hall was playing outstanding, had two picks in the game before. Um, they were really um, coming in coming in with a lot of momentum. They beat two um, division opponents to start the year with Carolina and the Bucks, And they were just going to go for that sweep to start the year. So that was obviously going to be huge for them. And th- this was something, I mean, they're coming in high-flying with Vick, high-flying with that secondary. And it was going to be interesting because this was the first time that Michael Vick really got supplanted as the best quarterback in the division by Drew Brees. And to me, that's very interesting. I mean, Vick, obviously, very high-flying. He was top 10 in rushing yards at the time as well. Pretty good passer. He 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 was, I mean, the showtime of that division. And Drew Brees came in here and said, I'm going to take that. So I thought that was really interesting, and that's going to be one of our storylines. But to me, I mean, this Falcons team was a good team. And it was, I mean, the Saints were not even favored in this game. They were underdogs by four points. Very, very interesting, I thought, as well. So, to me, it just shows that the Saints were definitely that surprise team. A lot of young guys that weren't supposed to make impacts did. You had Colston, had a good start to the season. Devery Henderson had a good start to the season. Reggie Bush, who was obviously supposed to make an impact, had a good start to the season. Drew Brees was really starting to come into his own and supplanted himself in New Orleans. It was a very interesting time in the Saints history and a time of a lot of hope for sure. So before we get into our storylines of this game, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion. So we're going to continue our preview of the 2006 Rebirth game that will be airing Monday tonight on ESPN. And now we're going to get into the storylines of the game. And we're going to start off with the most important storyline here. As this is the rebirth of the Dome, I mean, this game means so much to New Orleans. It still does 14 years later. And it's just so interesting how a football team can galvanize a city like the Saints have. And that that's the most true thing that I think I'll say on this podcast here is the Saints are New Orleans. And when I was down there and I saw the Saints when Breeze broke the record um, a few years ago... Um, I saw that so much, and it's like breathtaking. Um, to, coming from another place, and just I mean, Saints, Saints fans probably don't even know um, the differences really um, because all, they've been seeing it their whole life. But the Saints are the city, and it's just so interesting how a sports team can really 
change the mood from the city, and they helped the, I mean, New Orleans move on here from Hurricane Katrina, which was obviously a huge, um, just a huge, just a disaster, I mean, disaster, natural disaster that, I mean, obviously, a lot of people got affected. Most people, everyone got affected in that city, but even more people got affected, and in bigger ways, some lost their houses, some, you guys know, I don't need to get into that, but the Saints helped heal that. I mean, getting that game ready for for September 25th, you gotta give these guys a lot of credit. I mean, they're coming in here a year, the Superdome was destroyed, they, re- they basically rebuilt the stadium in a year. When do you hear that anywhere else? I mean, that, to me, that was the most crazy. Um, when I watched the documentary back in um, 2016 when they put it out the 10-year anniversary, they got the stadium ready in a year. That was, the, uh, to even play that game was a major feat. And to me, that's just, you, you guys, I mean, that, that's crazy in my mind. And I, I can't even get words out about it. It's just very interesting. And to come back in this game, the Saints are 2-0, they're rocking. And... To play this game against the Falcons, Falcons hate week, they're the rivals, it was go time. Saints weren't losing this game, and you'll all see tonight what happens, but to me that's a very, it's the biggest storyline, I would say, not only that 2016, uh, that um, 2006 season, but to me, it's one of the biggest storylines of the Sean Payton Drew Brees era, and it was the starting point of it, so um, that's really what I gotta say about that, I mean, it it showed that New Orleans is gonna heal, and yes, they've had tremendous loss, in that period, in the period before, and hardship, and the natural disaster hit hard, but New Orleans was going to win, and I could see why they're playing this game now, because the same type of themes, and it's going to give, I think, everybody a reminder that watches this game, because, I mean, the Saints being able to reopen that dome, and the, the really the revitalization of the city of New Orleans it started at this game, it just showed that, yeah, they're back, and it, it wasn't just the city, the Saints team's back. They were 3-13 last year. Obviously, the whole franchise was known to just be bad and year in and year out laughing stock to some other people. This changed it. The one, the, I mean, this one game, that completely swips, uh, flipped that switch. So to me, that's very interesting. There, that's our first storyline. Second storyline is, and we touched upon it earlier, was Breeze versus Vic. Um, as much as this game was definitely big for the city of New Orleans and the Saints franchise, Drew Breeze, I mean, this is a big game for him. Um, really coming into it, can he surplant Michael Vick? Michael Vick's the sh- the um, showstopper, the the flashy player, the player that was on the cover of Madden a few years ago. He is that I mean that quintessential player that I mean everyone was trying to emulate him, and he was really the new up and coming thing. How was I mean basically a reject from San Diego going to come and show up and beat him? And this is the game that's like I mean not just this game but this whole season was like yeah he did it. I mean, this just shows, yep, Drew Brees is going to be great with the Saints and just showed how good of a team Drew Brees and Sean Payton was. But to me, it's really interesting, as you saw kind of a changing of a guard from that really mid-2000s era, or maybe, I mean, like 2003 or 2004, 2003, when Vic took over, even a little earlier, I should say, not just 2003 when Vic was in his prime, but even earlier when Vic took over until Brees took over, you saw that changing of the guard. I mean, it's not like the Saints weren't, I mean, the Saints before that 3-13 season, they weren't awful, they were really around average. But this just showed that Saints are going to control now. And for the most part, I feel like in this 14-year period with Breeze and Sean Payton, the Saints really have controlled the South. I mean, obviously, in the last three years, they definitely have. But overall, I mean, the Saints have won, I mean, a good amount of South titles. So to me, that's just, it's definitely something to look at there. And just, it showed that Breeze basically, and Breeze and Payton just showed that this is, I mean, this was obviously a big game for that. 
I mean, the Falcons coming off these two games, I mean, they were 2-0 against the other two division opponents. Not the same with New Orleans. Just to me, that was a really big storyline. And then lastly is going to be Colston and Horn versus um, D'Angelo Hall and Webster for the Falcons. I mean, the, the Falcons were coming in here. They were coming high-flying. They got three turnovers the opposite week. D'Angelo Hall got three, uh, two interceptions in that last game against the Bucs, and their defense was really able to take control. I mean, you had Keith Brooking, who was also playing really good, as well from the linebacker position, um, De- uh, Demoria Williams, another player for them. And then you had, obviously, you had Jason Webster, D'Angelo Hall, uh, Roderick Coleman as well added a sack in that game. They were playing, their secondary was playing extremely well. How is this new-look Saints offense going to do against it? Colston is playing really good. Can you really trust him as a rookie to really take that next step? And he's going to get those one-on-one options on D'Angelo Hall, who's also a rookie in his own right, but just played so well. Joe Horn, is he going to be able to continue um, his repertoire with Drew Brees? And it's been very, very good to that point. I mean, Horn had five catches, 88 yards in the last game versus Green Bay. So to me, that's really big. And it's, I, again, this is a very big matchup to show that the Saints offense was for real. And, again, it's a, it's a very big matchup. And two strengths of the teams, in my opinion, are going up against each other. Saints Walls have Debbie Henderson, Lance Moore, all those guys will be there as well. So those are the storylines for this game that you guys should be looking out for, in my opinion. We all know how this game ends up. I mean, if I was actually looking at this preview, I would think the Saints win because I just think there is no way the Saints are losing this team, but losing this game. What I say is as close, I think it would be a lot more closer. I, I would say around like a, a 23-20 type of game. The Saints win a close one, but um, you guys know how it all ended up. But hope you guys watch tonight, um, 8.30 Eastern Time, uh, or 8 Eastern Time, or um, 7 uh, uh, Central Time. So definitely tune in. I'll be tuning in, live tweeting it as well. I'll be wearing my Marcus Colson jersey, throwing it back a little bit as well. Um, I'm between my old Drew Brees jersey and Colson, but I think I'm going to give it to Colson just because obviously it's a throwback one. So that's going to be a very interesting as well. But look out for our 152B episode where we talk about the 2020 Saints. But for now, with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and who dat?